0: And welcome everyone to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan and joining me tonight is Jess. Jess? Hey guys. And also with us tonight is the girlfriend in my life, Nicole. Nicole, please. Hello. Hello, everybody. We got two on tonight, so we got a full a full panel for uh, our review of Greta, the new horror-ish film. More suspense uh, than horror yeah, uh
1: it's I think stalking should be its own plot.
0: Stalking's its own category now. <laughs> yes. So this is a uh this is a film by director Neil Jordan, who is an Irish director. Um didn't re- I had heard his name before, but I didn't realize he has directed eighteen other movies. So he's a, he's been busy uh for the past 20 uh, twenty, thirty years or so. Are um there's p- that we've heard of? Uh, Some stuff you've heard of, so the big ones, his biggest hits are The Crying Game, uh, Interview with a Vampire, and uh, Breakfast on Pluto. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of any of them, or seen any of them.
2: I've heard of a few, but I can't say that I've ever seen (laughs) those.
1: Yeah, and I thought you were going to say Breakfast at Tiffany's, honestly, and then you said Pluto.
0: No, no, he's not a a 100-year-old man, he's a... (laughs) That was made uh, I think right around when he was born. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, he also made one movie that I actually own. Uh, I bought it off a of recommendation. It's called The Butcher Boy, and uh, I hate that movie. It's not oh, good. <laughs> I do not care for it <laughs> um, but that is that's all I know Neil Jordan from uh, but he he's uh so this is he's always done kind of horror thriller kind of stuff for the most part. Obviously, Crying games more of like a drama, but for the most part, it's been all horror and thriller. So, uh, I guess this stars uh, Isabel Hubert, uh, who plays the titular Greta. Uh, I, have you either of you seen Isabel in anything else?
2: No, I haven't. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't think that I
1: have. Has she been in a lot of foreign films, or...
0: She is so. She is French, and she has been in a lot of French films for the past. How old do you think she is? Take a guess at how her old she is. Her face is
2: very familiar to me. Like, I feel like she's been an extra in movies, but I haven't seen her as, like, a lead. I would say she's probably, like, 55. I'm not good at guessing, though.
1: Yeah, I was going to say early 50s. <laughs>
0: she is 65 years old
2: oh my god i told you it wasn't good she has (laughs) been she she has been working
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's been working in movies since the 70s she starred in several uh french films and some smaller indie films uh though i've only seen her in one thing it's a david O'Russo film called i heart huckabees uh Mm -hmm. and she's like a existential detective in that um but other than that she's done some voice work for uh Wes Anderson movies like Isle of Dogs and uh, uh, oh, Fantastic Dogs. Mr. Fox. Oh yeah, it's a good one. Um, does she look
2: the same as I Heart Huckabee's as she does now? I feel like she's the type of woman that doesn't. Pretty age much, that
0: much, actually. I was surprised mm-hmm. at how li- and that was about fifteen years ago. I'm surprised at how little she's aged. Um, but yeah, that's your that's your le- uh, it's a two hander. Your other lead is Chloe Grace Moretz, who uh, plays Frances, and I think most people will know her from. Kickass, she's Hit Girl. Uh, she's been in other things, but I think if you're gonna know Chloe Grace Moretz, that's like her big biggest role. Um,
2: she's actually famous now, I think, for her like natural face campaign, where she goes around the world and doesn't wear makeup, and tell it's basically a campaign to let women know that they're beautiful without makeup. So that's her, I feel like that's her claim to fame right now.
0: Oh, I'd not heard oh, about that's that. Pretty Interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I mean, she's. I mean, I think they're both pretty good, in the, and there's, they're pretty much the only two people, except for, um, oh, well, how do you say her name? Uh, Marika Monroe is the roommate. Erica. Whoa. <laughs> 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 yeah, and she. Uh, she was a
2: nobody to me. I've never seen her before. So she's actually. Yeah, she. I've not seen her.
0: She was in uh, the horror movie. It follows the as the lead. Um, she's also in The Thriller, The Guest, and, uh, most recently that I've seen, she's in Independence Day 2, Resurgence, uh, she plays Bill Pullman's daughter, so that's, I mean, I, the thing is, I didn't recognize her from any of that, that's just kinda, you know, she's, she's working, she's been her, she's been in a few things, but, um.
1: And, yeah, I don't know if it was the braces or what, but she looked pretty young.
0: Yeah, she's, I, th- I mean, I think they're all, uh, she's probably in her mid to late 20s, but, um. Yeah, so I mean, those are your three people. Everyone else who's in it is in it pretty sparsely. Um, you get Stephen Rea, who's like an Irish actor. Uh, a little bit later, is the detective, uh, people will probably know him from V for Vendetta. He's the uh, he's the uh, lead detective. Um, so I
2: feel like I need to give a disclaimer here that I am not a movie watcher at all. So when you throw these movies out. Uh, I have literally no idea what you're talking about. So, I try <laughs> so that's this, that's but... why we have like we like
0: to have different people on because uh, yeah Nicole very
1: unbiased does... <laughs> yeah.
0: Nicole does not love most movies, and I think that's what uh, that's why we like to have her on here is because it's it's a completely different perspective. It's someone who watches very the radio. common
2: folk. I'm the common folk's opinion on a movie. Yeah,
0: you're the someone common who d-
2: folk that
1: doesn't like movies like the less common of the common. (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) you don't see very many people reviewing movies who do not like movies and i I think that's that's a (laughs) unique perspective that uh, should be taken in so uh, i'll give a brief synopsis of the plot and then we'll get into some spoilers go through uh rating the film so uh, it's a pretty simple plot uh greta is about a young woman who befriends a lonely widow who's harboring a dark and deadly agenda toward her Uh, that's, that's the, that's the plot. There's not a whole lot, much else going on. Um, so I guess we'll start to get into spoilers now. If you haven't seen it and you want to check it out, uh, it's still playing in a few theaters, I think when we're, when we're releasing this, but a pretty small release, but, um, yeah. So we rate things here on, uh, four different categories, the plot characters visual and sound and the overall resonance and feel of the film so those are our four categories starting with the plot uh, i'll start with uh, nicole what did you think of the plot on a scale from one to five
2: well it actually surprises me that this is a small release because i feel like the plot is very easy to follow i feel like a lot of people are into this kind of thing um people so who never watch movies yeah Yeah, (laughs) that's the perspective I have. This is an easy watch for me, so I gave the plot a four. Um, I actually quite enjoyed the plot of it. I thought it was a different um, perspective on a movie. I haven't really seen anything with this particular plot um, before. That's why I enjoyed it. Um, I liked how the movie progressed. I thought it was lined up pretty well. But at the same time, I thought it had some continuity errors, but i mean yeah, it's we'll because, talk about that later yeah but besides <laughs> that um i i didn't find anything wrong with it there were a couple scenes we'll get into like a re- like the restaurant scene in there i didn't care for but those were just minor things that didn't distract from the plot for me so i, I did enjoy it
0: uh yeah just what do you think about the plot
2: Yeah, I gave
1: it the same rating. Um, I gave it a four as well. I like the simplicity of it. There really wasn't too much to think about or things harping in the back of your mind. It was just, like Nicole said, pretty easygoing. It wasn't hard to follow. Um, It was kind of predictable. some, Some parts were unpredictable, but some parts were very predictable, like this young girl. She has, I guess, a little bit of daddy issues. She's like the very, very naive, nice girl, and then she just gets caught up in a whole big mess that she pretty much bought herself into
2: <laughs> I have to intervene for a second and say that Jess did jump out of her seat at one point so she's lying when oh, she my. says that she thinks it's predictable <laughs> I did scream and the cold hand well
0: that's a little bit later I think we'll get to that uh, but um, alright so you're both saying a four uh, liking the plot a little bit so I guess I'm uh, I'm the downer tonight uh, I, I give this plot a two It is basic and trite, and by the end, it just kind of peters out. It's a, it's a movie that feel, and I think I said this to Nicole when I left it. It's a movie that feels like, it was adapted from a short, and then they made two and a half hours of footage, and then they cut it down, recut it down to an hour and a half. It feels like, a good twenty minute premise. That they blew up and added a bunch of subplots to, and then they cut a bunch of subplots, and we're left with a simple story that is, for me, never really interesting. And then we get to some pretty nonsensical plot holes and movements by the second half that I... I mean, there's a couple of really good scenes in here, but as far as the plot goes, I'm I'm not I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, we had that discussion no, I mean where yet. we felt like it was like there were a couple parts in the movie where they seemed so out of place, like they must have had a larger agenda, but they had to cut it somewhere, so they took out parts that left the other parts meaningless. So I totally agree with that. Yeah, uh... this is
1: unlike Cold Pursuit Where that had so much stuff happening Like, jam-packed this movie This movie was just, again, like it was simple Like we said, just one kind of theme That was just stretched out for Mm -hmm. And I think the movie itself was short It was less than two hours
0: it was about an hour and a half i think a little over maybe but
2: uh i'm so bad with movie time judgment i felt like i was in there for three hours i swear to god it's like so well, you, when we saw jurassic world you
0: fell asleep twice and woke up and you were like it's still going i'm like Babe, there's like another hour like <laughs>
1: go back to sleep oh, my
0: uh, god. so i'll give some de- plot details while we're talking about it um it starts off with francis who's Chloe grace moritz character Uh, She has lost her mother recently and has a strained relationship with her father. So we don't really see him very much, briefly, but not much. Uh, She lives in New York as a waitress with her roommate Erica. And uh, one night at the very beginning of the film on the subway, she finds a handbag uh, belonging to someone named Greta Hadig. And I'm going to stop right here. What would you guys have done in this situation? You see a handbag on a New York subway... And it's unattended. What what is your reaction
2: here? I would have completely left it there. I would have never even touched it. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think I would have touched it either. I would have just left it there. So you no both point. would have
0: left it, and I'm thinking probably the same thing for me. It's- I have
2: such a horrible like um, outlook on humanity. I would have felt like it was like a bomb. Like I wouldn't have touched it. <laughs> Uh, of course, yeah. I know.
1: I was like in the middle of like a drug scheme with like, the guys who was yes. like pick up the bag at the subway.
2: <laughs> so you <laughs> both were afraid subway, of
0: picking up money. the bag,
1: and then, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's where I'm like, nope, not touching that bag.
0: So I, I'm not exactly afraid. I'm just, uh, oh, it's left here, and like I don't want to. I just don't want to involve myself. I don't care. And that's, I guess, the whole yeah. thing about uh, Chloe Grace Moretz's Francis's character. She's I, that
2: like sweet naive girl that. For someone the right
0: thing: yeah for someone who lives in New York, well she's and- not
2: from New York, so she doesn't get the lifestyle. she like I think they touch base on her moving there with her friend, but she's not from there, so maybe she's got a different outlook on things. I
0: guess I didn't get that she wasn't from yeah. there originally. but either way, I don't think even if we took the bag, are we are we taking it by hand to the house of the person and then going in when they invite us in? Or, or like, well, like, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I'm certainly
2: not going by myself like this fucking idiot did. Like, like I know. I, yeah.
1: I know. If I were to return the bag, I honestly probably would mail it. Exactly. I, don't think I would go idea. and handle there's it. There's an right. address
0: <laughs> on the... It, so there's an ID in the bag, so there's got to be an address. And you could always leave it at, like, the police. You, I mean, there's just a lot of other things you could do if you were so compelled to take the bag. Yeah, but, or... She does not. She just, she just takes it, and I I know well, we have was
1: Erica tries to convince her not to.
0: Yeah, the roommate who comes off as a little bit unlikable, who quickly becomes, I think, my favorite character because she kind of makes sense to me. <laughs> she seems like uh, like a real person. I and that's, I guess, a problem I had. Right, so now we'll talk about the characters a little bit. What do you, uh, uh, we'll start with uh, Jess this time? What would you give the characters as an overall grade?
1: Yeah, I gave him a three five. All right. um, I don't think there was A lot of character development I mean I think um, Francis learned her lesson But that was about it um, Greta still stayed crazy And Erica did redeem herself Because she I was, Erica has she,
0: maybe the best moment in this movie
1: <laughs> Yeah I mean The private investigator couldn't even Take care of himself and it was Erica who Oh no he's um, useless <laughs> yeah it was useless it was erica who kind of turned it all in the end
0: Uh, and what do you think nicole
2: um i gave the characters a three um i actually really enjoyed greta's character i thought she was hysterical because she really held true to her character the whole time i i thought she was just really funny um i don't know if she was supposed to be but i thought that she was Um, I thought that Francis, uh, Chloe Moretz's character was so terrible, uh, so predictable. (laughs) Her dialogue was so amateur. Like I laughed at her for a completely different reason than Greta's character. Um, I just thought that they really weren't, um, implemented well with each other. So that's, I gave that a three.
0: Yeah. I think I'm, I'm on your side a little bit more than I give it a two, five, uh, it's, uh, I also don't, I don't get Chloe Grace Merritt's character. She's, she is, you're right, she's written poorly. And I don't think she's a bad actress. She's written really poorly here. And I I don't, I don't quite like Greta either. There's something about her that just isn't, it, it doesn't grab me. It's, it doesn't, I don't, I, doesn't, I don't buy, I don't know if I fully buy it all. It just doesn't seem right Is it right you don't me.
1: like, um, the actress or you just don't like her character? No, because,
0: I mean... I've only seen her in one other thing, but the other thing I've seen her in, I, I liked her. It's. Well, we were
2: discussing after the movie about Chloe Moretz's character. They gave her such juvenile lines. Like, how else can you portray that character but, like, oh my God! stay away from me that kind of like juvenile thing it was really stupid like, yeah they didn't
0: do anything it just they had to kind of resort to that especially for yeah so i i, I know we're very the and lead the of
1: times she called the police they did nothing for her so i'm just like all right you gotta take matters in your own hands girl
0: <laughs> yeah another stereotypical example of you know useless police yes but definitely. Uh, yeah we're bearing the lead a little bit we haven't really talked about uh, Francis, you know, she goes in when Greta invites her in when she's returning the bag. And they kind of are friends for a little bit. For, like, I'd say, like, 15, 20 minutes, they're friends. They, She helps Greta adopt a dog, and...
2: No, this was a little, this was longer than that. This was over, like, I'm going to say, like, a two to three week span. She was going over her house all the time. Like you said, they went and adopted a dog i meant together. 15, 20 minutes of um, screen
0: time. I didn't mean a literal
2: literal relationship. Oh, <laughs> I, oh my bad. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yes, they did bring all that.
1: And it escalated very quickly. But you can tell that it was because um, Francis yes. lost her mom. So she was kind of using
0: yeah, Greta, and you find out Greta... As
1: a filler for that.
0: Right, <laughs> and you find out Greta her talks about like a daughter, so she feels like a mother figure. So they kind of, you know, they kind of mutually like are at the beginning are like good with each other. But then, uh, then the the scene comes where uh, they're making dinner at Greta's house, and uh, Greta tells her to go get something out of the closet, and she in the in the bottom drawer she finds all of these identical handbags, just like the one that she found on the subway. And they've got all the they've got her ID, and they all have the same kind of stuff in them. And at this point, she's—I mean, I, I understand it. it's like, oh, okay, so Greta's fucking leaving purses everywhere, and that's kind of weird.
2: They, every purse <laughs> has a every purse has a has a young girl's name and phone Yeah, you're on right, it. and that leads you to believe that there have been women in her house before, in the same circumstances as friends. Yeah, there's a the women in her
0: life. It's a, uh, the. <laughs>
2: <Yep. laughs>
1: Wait. <laughs> also, also, was Stephanie alive? I cannot understand if that girl oh, was dead or alive. Yeah, I think she was. Basement.
0: I mean, kind of. So that's an. I that's another no part of the plot idea. that kind of falls apart when we get towards the like get towards the end. So, I, I, so she starts getting stalked by Greta after she leaves, because she's freaked out <laughs> by the bags, like she's calling her all the time, texting her, showing up at her at her work. Um,
2: my favorite scene. And she
0: starts to Erica, the friend, yeah, uh, which Erica. I think was a good scene. I liked that one, actually, where um, she, Erica's at, like, a bar and she, and Greta keeps sending pictures to to Chloe Grace Moretz's phone and she's on the phone with Erica and trying to warn her and they keep going and then, you know, it kind of ends anticlimatically. But, yeah, I think that scene works pretty mm-hmm. well.
2: My favorite scene is... Um... Chloe Moretz is working at the restaurant that she's a server at. And she looks out the fucking window, and Greta's standing across the street, staring into the window, and like Greta can clearly see that she's perturbed. That might have been yeah, when I she's still there. Face. It seems like it's like six hours later. She's still fucking standing there. It's so funny. Oh no, just
0: I think like, she. I think she just, I think when the body bag. Maybe when the body bag moved, when the. Uh, in the basement. Is that what it was? I try to remember. You've literally jumped out of your seat and uh, I had seen a trailer for it and and I had knew it was coming, but I can't even remember Mm -hmm. what the, what that jump was, but,
2: um, well, so we, yeah, we, we need to understand why there's a body bag in the basement to begin with here.
0: Yeah. So, so, uh, I, I mean, I assume it's, uh, Greta's prior you know, prior uh, girl that she tricked. And.
2: Well, yeah, we come to understand she has this little room. What is your name? Yeah, Stephanie? she has this little room oh, in her yeah. house that she keeps the girl in that she's preying on for the time being. And it's like a little child's room. And there's a freaking toy box that she, like, keeps them locked in. It's after she drugs them. <laughs> it's so bizarre. So you can already tell this woman is insane um and she just wants this daughter figure you uh come to find out like her daughter is what is her daughter dead or
1: yeah her daughter died like killed herself or something
2: is that what it was i can't remember suicide
0: i can't remember i think her daughter committed oh no you are right you're right she never went. She said she went to france or something but no she killed herself
2: oh she said greta said that her daughter went to france but in in all reality, she killed herself because she, like, OD'd from alcoholism because her mom tortured her as a child in the friggin' right. toy box. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. So she's got the toy box, and now she's finding her next daughter, quotations, that she wants to put in So there. I think that,
0: I mean, this is a good time for uh, our visual sound ratings. Uh, and I'll go ahead on first on this one. Uh, this is my highest rating of the categories of the film and it's a three so there you go um nothing super spectacular here except for what uh nicole you were just talking about the room behind the wall how does she cover it up she has a little metronome on top of a piano that kind of goes back and forth creating some white noise and whenever she hears banging from the neighbors she or banging from the room of the captor she says oh the neighbors are doing construction or Uh, And she, like, bangs on the wall, like, quiet down. And, you you know, the new victim is just thinking, oh, there's just, you know, construction. Why not believe her? And then she starts playing the piano, kind of out of the blue in the beginning. And then when she's with Chloe Grace Moretz, but when you come back later and she's in the room now and uh, she's got a new girl in there, you, you, you know, you understand why she's covering up the sound. So it's like those little, those little um, moments like that pushed it from being... pushed it above some of the other categories in this movie for me. Um, Nothing too spectacular, Mm -hmm. though. That's just a standout part. Uh, uh, Jess, what did you think? I
1: think my standout part was... Oh, I want to I gave it a three five, but my standout part was um, right after Greta killed the private investigator. He was laying on the floor, and there was piano music playing in the background. You can see her little stocking just fluttering around and dancing around the room, and she oh, has like the deadly yeah. syringe oh, yes. in her hand, and the guy's just dead on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that probably still out to the It really even showed least.
2: her. Yeah, it definitely showed her like uh yeah her craziness just illuminated
1: right there um and she just literally plucked him with a poison which i don't what what was it like roofies the whole time i don't know what she's Mm -hmm. been drugging or where she got her drugs from but yeah
0: another um, point of the plot that doesn't quite make sense (laughs) she kills a detective and leaves him in the basement presumably in a body bag we see her zip him up and uh I mean that's not addressed again in my memory. Uh, there's no consequences for an officer or a, he's not an officer but he's like a detective who goes missing and um, by the time the plot's resolved, I, I don't think that has any resolution, which for me is kind of a big deal, uh, especially after uh, in that scene Nicole was talking about where Greta freaked out at the um, at the restaurant. she's taken away in like an ambulance, but then she's just out again at some point. Like she got away, like she escaped, or they let her go. Like I'm, 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 you know, it's those second half parts where the reality of it all doesn't quite mesh for me. Like I'm told in this up to this point that this is a the like a a fairly real world, but now all these things are happening where Greta's like escaping out of nowhere, and she's not getting called by the police even though she was just taken away for stalking a girl, and now a guy's gone missing who's investigating her disappearance, like (laughs) just some stuff that uh. You know, it doesn't quite line up for me. Yeah, and
1: then going back to the visual of it, I remember, I mean, I guess this is cool how it looked, but the screen was just, or the filter was just, like, so dark and so blue. And at first you thought it was kind of, um, like, back in the day just because it wasn't just bright and up like we are in modern times, but it actually ended up being today's world.
0: Right. What do you <laughs> think, Nicole? Yeah.
2: Well, um, I gave it a... Uh... A 3.5 out of 5. I kind of gave that to the visual aspect of it. The sound didn't leave much of an impact on me. I didn't hear any, um, you know, dramatic music or anything like that that really got me feeling a certain type of way. But the visual, when I watch a movie, I like to look for things that are, um, you know, held throughout the whole thing. Uh, I noticed from beginning to end the, what is it, I guess the director of, of... filming it did a lot of waistline shots so the shots were all done from the waist down so you see feet walking you see the subway at waist level um at the end of it you see someone walking with a purse at waist level like I like that because it didn't give a face to it so it just kind of showed that like Greta is manipulative to anybody who's willing to help her (laughs) um and that's the kind of thing that I enjoy so I thought that that was pretty cool um, but like I said, the sound didn't make really much impact for me. For someone who doesn't really watch movies, me.
0: it's a pretty astute observation on, there, on <laughs> I camera the camera work. same thing. Well done,
2: <laughs> It's, you know, it's because I don't pay attention to the story. I literally look at everything else. I look at the background. I look at um, side characters. I don't pay attention to the storylines. So. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: And I guess I we'll wrap up the story right here. So... The big twist at the end is Chloe Grace Mertz has been kidnapped in this room for, I'm not exactly sure, weeks, maybe a month. A, a very, very long, long time. time. That's what you're That's at. What the So friend the friend, says. we get. Um,
1: yeah, something really vague. too
0: long. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, too long.
2: That's what she said. Real
0: something real cliche and stupid. But uh, we uh, we get uh, <laughs> we get these uh, artsy shots mm-hmm. that Nicole was talking about, where we a new girl is in Greta's house and Greta's giving her the same treatment that uh, Chloe Grace Moretz got in the beginning, and uh, we don't see her face. We don't see her face, and um, just when she's going to get something out of the kitchen uh we see um some she pours a little something in greta's drink and she drinks it and she gets all loopy just like the other people did when um she would you know drug them and it's the roommate we see is uh has a wig on and she's got this coat on to try to like i don't know disguise herself maybe and um, she's able to figure out where Chloe Grace Moretz is, mm-hmm. um, gets her out from behind uh, the piano, behind the wall, and they—they um, they don't kill Greta. They like knock her out and put her in the chest, and then. And then they lock her in with uh, a little Eiffel Tower. Gave
2: her a taste of her own medicine. Yeah,
0: give her a taste of her own medicine. Not, Although not they didn't so completely um, lock her. They put the uh, toy,
1: the Eiffel Tower toy, and locked it. And then the last thing you see, it wiggles out, I think. So it's open-ended to what
0: happened. Uh, for Greta 2. Just about. We gotta have Greta, <laughs> Greta 2. She <laughs> escapes from the Chess. <laughs> Return of the Greta. Yeah, I, I do I do not hope for that. Um, so overall, <laughs> the overall feel and resonance. Uh, Nicole, what do you give that?
2: Okay, um, I actually gave it pretty high for what we've discussed. I gave it a 3.5 just because of the, the ease in watching it. Um, I did like it. Um, there was a couple moments that did actually have me on the edge of my seat. Sometimes I don't get that feeling, but this did have a little bit of suspense to it um, in some parts that I enjoyed. Um, yeah, I just... It was easy enough for me to watch and not have to follow every single aspect of the story where I would feel <laughs> lost. So it's an easy watch for people like me that uh, that don't give a shit about movies, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I did the same thing. I gave it a three five two just because... It was simple, but it didn't feel like it was long. Like I, It didn't feel like it was dragging in any way to me. Um, and it was just fun to watch. And some of the scenes, like Nicole said, were funny were of Nicole just literally stalking her from the restaurant um, that had me going. And then, remember... <laughs> that's so um, funny. I'm still laughing. At
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the dream.
1: That one, I did not see coming. Oh. That I did not see oh, okay. coming. Okay,
0: so the dream, I didn't mention that yet. So uh, that's my favorite scene is um so uh when when, before chloe grace Moretz gets kidnapped she's home and she plans on running away to uh where is she running away to is she running away to france too
2: vacation with her dad oh
0: you're right she's gonna run away
2: no to greta she's running away to her dad See. she never had the plan of leaving, but she had to give Greta a story to back out and, and like peace right, out. Right, right. That's what it was. Right,
1: yeah. She took Erica's advice of lying to her and saying she has to go away. And then Erica said, "Well, by the time you're gone, she'll move on to someone else."
0: Right, right. You're right. So, um, we get a, I think a one of the more effective scenes in the movie where she is kidnapped by Greta and and dragged back to the house. And she's screaming, and they throw, and Greta throws her in the chest for the first time, and locks it. And then we see her wake up like it was a dream. And then she's uh, the roommate comes in, and she's like, "Do you have your bags packed and everything?" And she's like, "Your dad's waiting for you." And so she- Cloe her, it's kind of sh- you know shooken up from the dream, and she's getting all her stuff. And um, then she wakes up a second time. And she's in the chest.
2: She's in the fucking box, dude. She's in oh the chest. God. So <laughs> that first one wasn't
0: the dream. That second sequence we saw was the dream <laughs> of her that was passed one. out in the box. And I'm gonna admit that 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 actually got me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jez, you're mm-hmm. right. That's that that might be the best scene for me because um, I thought they were just doing. Oh, they're just gonna do. Oh, it was all a dream. Nothing really happened. And then, no, that was the. Dr- this is the dream. That was the real thing. That, <laughs> that was that a was really a,
2: good twist. I think that was the part that shook me the most too. So that was good. That was a clever. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah five or ten minutes there. I I, 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 it started to win me back there, and then it, then it lost me again. But right there, <laughs> right there, I was with it right there, um, and yeah, I gave it a two point five for overall feel and resonance. It's a, it's about the sum of its parts, um, you know. Scenes like that stand out. Scenes like um, the roommate at the bar getting stocked stand out. The restaurant stands out. It just doesn't ever feel. Even you know, the it- ending,
2: when it's the when it's the roommate disguised as a, a model that finds a a bag, she she. Um, tells Chloe Grace Moretz after she actually finds her like I've been stalking that bag for a long time now waiting to find it so I can go find this right. fucking lady and find you yeah
1: that was the most unbelievable part because it's New York City like there's no way you could <laughs> find a person let alone a bag
0: she, <laughs> she <laughs> says she's been looking for a long time <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, too long so, uh, uh, I guess... one
2: eternity later <laughs>
0: uh, so uh, Nicole do you recommend uh, Greta?
2: Um, I recommend it to someone that, uh, like myself, doesn't like to follow difficult storylines. I don't like to think back to the beginning of the movie two hours later, so this was very um, sequential, and I would recommend it for somebody who likes movies like that. Otherwise, no. It was stupid.
0: <laughs> well put, Jess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think this. I think it was
1: suspenseful enough where people like will enjoy it and not get bored of it. I'm curious how a mother's perspective would be of it, whereas because moms are always like, "Oh, I love my baby," or like, "I just want <laughs> like you know there's a daughter figure or something like that." But we're kind of <laughs> in perspective of the girl being like, "Yeah, that lady's creepy," but mm-hmm. I just want to see what a mom's
0: take on it would be. It's too bad we don't have Mama Karen for this show. She she hates horror films. So um, oh gosh. So it's over. I mean. No, but she was afraid of get out, and that's not. I mean, I've said before that's barely a horror film. It is a horror film, but like it's not a scare. <laughs> it's not particularly scary. It's,
1: Despite the fact that I jumped up
2: from my seat that one time, <laughs> you did, Jay.
0: Yeah, the one time it's got a it's got a jump or two, but it's not a it's not like crazy. It's, it's, like it's a pretty face tame. Popping out Or nothing. Mm-hmm. If you're not
2: into that, it's not that. No, no.
0: There's no cheap scares like that, thankfully. Um. So I mean, no blood. It sounds like you guys are both giving, like kind of recommends to certain types of people i mean i'm sure there are people who like this who like you know
1: yeah i honestly think it's probably more geared towards women all the characters were women and there's nothing really a guy would really be like oh that was awesome i think girls <laughs> were like oh i'd see you with my girlfriend or something <laughs> yes
2: you're right
0: uh, I see. It's my fault. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, uh, I. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, uh, I. I can't quite recommend this. It's uh, for the three scenes that I like. It's an hour and fifteen minutes. Otherwise, of just kind of blah. Like, you know, I, I. I guess you know. Nicole barely sees any movies. Jess sees a good amount of movies. I. I probably see the most movies. Um, and it just. It's not. It's not as good as most movies I see, so. Um, You're just too yeah. critical. I mean, I, I you know I have to be. I, every, you know, everyone, <laughs> it's my job. You, got, you got, I mean, <laughs> oh come on! No, you guys are here giving this movie. I mean, you guys are giving this the same kind of ratings you gave on some of the other movies we've already done, and I just think, at, you know, since our show, but I do believe
1: this one's probably more geared towards women i don't get enough going on to keep a man's attention
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe so maybe all right so if you're if you're a woman fan of horror movies this is this is the movie for you if you're not uh um, you, you could be could, a you, man you with a short
2: one. attention span you would probably enjoy it because that's just how i'm reading it from <laughs> yeah I, like you said the plot's
0: not overly complicated on this one um All right, well, uh, thank you for that, guys. And uh, I think our next review, if it's not our next, it'll be the one after that. Uh, Can I count on both of you to review us, Jordan Peele's new movie? I feel like you guys would both be interested in that.
1: Oh, yeah, there was a ton of. um trailers that looked really good before they look scary it scary shit so. So we've I'm definitely got some that. good stuff yep.
0: coming up like uh, like jess and i said earlier may is gonna be i mean it's gonna we're gonna we're, we're, <laughs> we'll try to fit it as many shows <laughs> as, as you know our storage space will allow us but um yeah i think uh, next will be us jordan peele's follow-up movie to get out which is already getting some good buzz so i'm excited for that um but yeah and then we'll 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 find some decent stuff in April. Maybe Pet Cemetery. Maybe. Eh,
2: Do we'll I see. have to see Get Out first to see the other one? Because I haven't. No, seen
0: no, that. they're not like a. Um, they're not like a. Uh, it's not a follow related. No, it's just like a. a it's not a sequel. No, it's okay, just a uh, cool. you know, same director and writer. So, cool. um, yeah. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Jess. And uh, until next time, everybody. This is Brennan saying,
2: enjoy. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod, And check out our website, FilmsWithTheWomen.Libson.com. That's FilmsWithTheWomen.Libson.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.